previously an unnecessary side project. Matt watched The Godfather 3. And Joe went diamond shopping. Hi, I'm Brett Butt. And I'm Bob Vila. And welcome to Unnecessary Side Project. Hello, Matthew. Hi, Joe. I didn't see the Brent Butt uh, reference coming along. That was a good one. I didn't. Yeah. I need a list of home improvement personalities for, for fear that you would have said one that I and I'd be stumped, as you, usually happens. But this time, right. you, know, you didn't do it. So I'm sorry. No, it's right. I am Norm Abrams. <laughs> Norm Abrams. I have Bob Vila, Al Borland, and Tim the Toolman Taylor. That's, right. So only one is a real handyman. <laughs> do you know why Bob Vila left? Or was kicked off of uh, this old house. He was kicked off of it? Yes. That's amazing. I'm going to assume just drunken tirades. No. He he became quite like the spokesman for things when he was on this old house. And then he became a spokesman for, I believe, a type of lumber which was sold at a competitor to the Home Depot. And the Home Depot was advertising on this old house. So they got in quite a little bit of a fight, and rather than drop his sponsorship, I believe he left the show, and uh, then he started Home Time, uh, or not Home Time, uh, Home Again or something like that, or coming yeah, home again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, or it was it was for Sears, because so, he used to do Craftsman all the time. Yeah. It must it might have been a Sears thing, but yeah, he was he was advertising that was in direct competition to something that was advertising the show, so the advertisers got very upset. It's funny because now they're just all blatant ads where like the entire show, they're just using the same brand of tools or whatever. Yeah, that's true. It's like, wow, this drawer is loose. Better use this Stanley Fat Max laser level to yeah. make sure it's straight. And well, this... I find PBS is a little better because yeah, it's true, yeah. like you get, you get the thing at the beginning where it's like this is brought to you by and then they're very obviously using that yeah. when they're building, but it's not... In other words, those are sponsorships that typically happen in the beginning of a show. Right. Which we would love to fill the beginning of our podcast with just as many sponsorships as possible. Yeah, com. if you're out there. Yeah, Bobvila Crafts, Sears Craftsman. Yeah, from what Home I understand, Depot. they have a lifetime guarantee. Where Bob Vila walked away from your show, we will just bend over for you. We will do whatever it takes to yes. take your money. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess you may have figured it out by this point, but I'll let Matt... Yeah, the, uh, I guess the theme of this podcast, if you want to call it a theme, or the topic will be... Is uh, I wrote, you, I wrote D I Y. You wrote so slowly the letters D I Y at the top of the sheet. Yeah, so this will be about home improvement or DIY, yes. not home improvement, the copyrighted name of a television no. sitcom, the general practice of improving your home through right. manual labor and skills and tools. And swearing and, and swearing and frustration and yes, sadness. And drinking. And, and hiring someone to do it properly mm-hmm. and things like that. Um,. And I, we talked about this mainly because right now uh, I just bought a new house a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and every day is pretty much me coming to work complaining about the numerous things that are wrong with it, which you should not expect from a new home. So then we got talking about things we've done in the past and other kinds of disasters that have happened in our lives. So we thought, what the heck, well, we both like doing home improvements. Yeah. We both pretend to think we like doing home improvements, so let's discuss it. Yeah, until we get into the thick of things. Yeah. It's like, why do I ever do any of this? I find every home improvement project starts off with a whole bunch of excitement and energy at the beginning. Like yes. Googling YouTube uh, walkthroughs, you know, buying a, 
or printing off manuals, all kinds of stuff. And usually, like, the demolition portion, like, I'm going to put up this shelf, but i got to tear off all this other stuff first. Yeah. That part's not a problem. It's just putting it all back together again. About halfway yeah. through... Finishing. Finishing yeah. the job is the yeah. hardest part. Halfway through, you get frustrated, and three-quarters of the way through, you're, like, done. And then yeah. it never gets completed. Whatever. I... I put in new floors in the the main floor of my house and ripped out all of the cord around that existed in hopes that when I was done, I would do the cord around. And it's been a year now, and there's still no cord around yeah, anywhere. I, it's like, who I'm, cares? We're currently at Joe's house right now, and I can attest to this. There's no yep. cord around. You can see it. Yeah, that's the first thing I do. I look when I see walk in the door here. I look for the cord around, and it's yeah, not here. it's not there. No. Nope. So would you say that um, the floors were the biggest do-it-yourself project you ever in, endeavored to, to complete that i mean the the i had done it was i put in uh like the laminate wood floors uh through the whole main whole main floor of my house uh and that was yeah that's probably the biggest project i've taken on but if it was just the floors i don't think it would have been as difficult mm-hmm. uh because you know i had done i did a room upstairs with the same product previously and i so i, I had the basic idea of it but I wanted to also do the stairs, which you can do. You just have to, you know, everything has to be cut perfectly. And, like, I had to buy stair nosing and stuff and make sure everything fit properly and uh, stain the stair nosing because the stair... I didn't want to pay for the nosing that came with the... Like, that that was made for the laminate that I was putting down. Mm -hmm. So I had to buy oak stair nosing and stain it to try and get it as close to the color because it was a fourth of the price of the one that came mm-hmm. with the, and then like getting somebody call that a quarter of the price <laughs> they might but you know i'm a stickler for I, I i don't i don't like to shorten uh uh fractions yeah i like to say the first number and then the last number yep. the numerator and the denominator if you will but yeah doing the stairs was the most complex part of the whole thing. Like, putting the floors down, I was done that pretty much in a day. Uh, doing the stairs, like, I just, I wanted, because I, I didn't want to cut something wrong, or, mm-hmm. and yeah, so every step was, like, one board width and a half, so I had to cut everything down lengthwise, and, you know, I had to work with the construction adhesive to make sure everything went down properly there was a landing on my stairs which i had to tie in everything to it just it took a while it looks really good i'm quite happy well what how does it look it looks great (laughs) yeah but it's uh it was yeah that was that was the biggest component to this job and i sort of went head first into that and it turned out well i was very happy with that i remember um when i i did some stuff in my house too i'll talk about in a second but when i got to my stairs and they were painted they're wood stairs they're painted mm-hmm. in my old house before we sold it and i so i sanded down all this paint i was like scraping it off i figured you know what if i sand this down well enough i could probably stain it it'll match all the floors that i'm doing and that it took me basically the good part of a day to sand off all the paint on one stair and i basically just said nope yeah <laughs> and just repainted them all yeah in about half an hour and i was done <laughs> yeah well, I did not, even, when you were talking about that, I did not envy that project. Yeah, that that I've done quite a few projects where it's just I don't want to finish. So, like, I made an entertainment center over Christmas one year and got halfway done. And then when it came time to stain it finally and put everything back together, I just kept putting it off. Because I'm just, I don't know, I, I, I'm not, I'm getting more comfortable with finishing stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, you know... 
it doesn't matter how good your handiwork is if you put a crappy paint job or a crappy stain job on something it's going to look bad yeah. so it's yeah that that's Every day I look at my entertainment center. It looks fine. I'm happy with it, and it holds everything well. But I'm like, I want to redo that. But every day you just stare at the lack of quarter round, and then yeah, stare at your <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I that it your drives house my, just surrounds you with disappointment yeah, every, every it, moment. <laughs> it drives my wife crazy because I'm just constantly unsatisfied with everything I do. You know, <laughs> just some jokes I can make in there somewhere. Well, about satisfaction in your relationship mm-hmm. and your wife. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever. This whatever is a this is boat. a not. This is a safer-work podcast, so I won't yes. make those kinds of jokes. Thank you. Keep my head out of the gutter, everyone. Yeah. Um, the floors of my old house were definitely my largest project, too. I um, remember you and I were working on different Waterloo-type projects <laughs> at the same time, because I was digging up the entire back side of my backyard to put in this huge garden, mm-hmm. and you were sanding and prepping and staining your floors... At the same time, and we were just texting back to each other, like, I never want to do another project yeah. again. Yeah, the floors were brutal because, I mean, they're, there's an old house, century home. The floors, I don't think, were the age of the home. Like, they were, like, maybe, like, 50 years old. Right. And all the houses in my, neighbor, all the houses in my neighborhood were kind of sanded, and they kind of just put everything on top of it. So mm-hmm. you could see all the damage to them and things like that. And uh, I had hoped that by staining it dark, it would kind of blend in some of that damage. Mm-hmm. By damage, I mean like water damage, something you wouldn't expect in an old home. And it did do that, but sanding such a massive amount of space, well, not massive, but like a thousand square feet, basically, and, paint, and staining it all, trying to get that even is so difficult because yeah. depending on how porous the wood is and all these different things... So by the end of it, like it looked, I thought it looked great by the end because you put carpets down and, and and everything else. But when you're looking at this big empty room and you're still, you can visibly see where thing you, you changed cans. You can visibly see. So I don't think I would do a lot of things again. Like I, you know, I painted or yeah. things like that. But I, I would, I don't think I would ever try to sand and stain a floor again. That was yeah. and everyone told me that beforehand. Like all my friends were really handy. You're like, nope, I'm not going to your house. And I thought, yeah, whatever. How hard could it be? I will never do that again. Yeah, that was brutal. It's- yeah, especially so many different kinds of wood. I mean, yeah, I, I when you told me you were doing that, I thought that's going to be a hell of a job. <laughs> you, did, you did everything. Like, yeah. the whole house was all hardwood everywhere, yeah. and you did it all. And, I mean, good on you for doing that. But, man, when you, you know, you reached out to Reddit quite a few times. Yeah, for, so tell me if this is screwed up. Tell yeah. me if I just ruined my whole house. Um, yeah, but so, it, the, the finished product was great. You did yeah. a great job. But, yeah, I didn't envy you for doing that job at all. I found, I also, I think there's a certain amount of time you have to wait for things to dry. Yes. And really breathe and stuff. I don't think I did that. So the first couple days, if you really scuffed something on the floor, it would kind of come up a little bit. And I was Uh like, oh no, I ruined everything. But then I ended up drying and it was fine. But so what, so I mean, those are things we, I did that to add value to my home before I sold it. Uh, You did this uh, in your home to, I'm assuming the same thing. Also Mm -hmm. to make it easier for your son. Yes. uh, Play and things like that. So those are kind of uh, jobs you do out of necessity or just because um, things like that. What kind of projects do you like to do? Like if you had time off and you're like, I want to do this for my own enjoyment, Yeah. what do you like to do? I like to do little woodworking stuff and like building furniture and shelves and, mm-hmm. and things. And I'm not particularly great at it, but it's something that I enjoy doing and I like to learn how to do. Um, and part of that, I think, is, like, building a shop as well. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've slowly been amassing tools, but the shop that I currently have is not 
really well suited for any large projects. For human occupancy. <laughs> yeah, that as well. That I think we're going to get into that yeah. <laughs> in our little horror stories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I live in a house that is on uh, it's on posts, so it's got a crawl space underneath. So I don't have a full basement. So I just have one cellar, which is only accessible externally through a pair of doors, which was another project that I made. Yeah, because yeah. Previously, it had just the previous owners had just essentially built a shack on top of it that nothing was done with uh, pressure-treated wood. So mm-hmm. everything rotted. Mm-hmm. And it's a rustic. They're going for a rustic. Oh, field. God. It was awful. And it was just filled with centipedes and pill bugs and, or mm-hmm. roly-polies or whatever people call yeah. them. And just the, the door would never open properly and would drag. So ripped all that down and built a nice pair of, or a nice nice uh cedar set of cellar doors like typical bulkhead doors and that was a great project yeah, picture wizard of oz ntm yeah yeah that kind of door you run, yeah. run into the storm cellar that kind of thing yeah so that i built those but it's just a tiny room it essentially has my water heater in it and then maybe oh, i don't know it's probably like 20 feet wide by 10 feet wide when you're so. like when you sigh there's a water heater there and maybe I don't know, 10, 20 people I've murdered? I don't know. <laughs> it's don't look under the stairs. Don't cross me. Don't yeah. make eye contact in the Tim Hortons drive-thru yeah. or you'll end up in my basement. Sorry I sighed, everyone. I'm really trying not to <laughs> sigh anymore, but I'm just, I'm like, I'm like Eeyore in that respect. I'm just constantly just upset with, with my life. <laughs> Your quarter round. <laughs> if I could get that quarter round in my house, everything yep. would be fine. I think, um, in terms of things I'd like to do... I yeah, think sorry, I, it's I didn't ask you, No, that's fine. please, no, no, no. I'd like to that's hear fine. your... I mean, one of us brings notes to these, and one of us brings the technology, and we're good to go. Does it's good, everything else. It's good balance, yeah, it's yeah. a good balance. You do everything. I bring a scratch pad that I wrote at work. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly. So, I actually like the gardening side. When, so, when you're talking about that, the garden outside, like I like, because it doesn't require the same kind of measuring and precision that yes. like, woodworking does. Um, so whenever I do any kind of wood project, I would say it's very, it would be a stretch to call that woodworking. It's more like Matt nailing things together that are sort of square. Yeah. But like, I like, like I lay patio stones, things like that. I think it's a more of a, something I like to do. It's also, cause if, I don't know, that's, I would say that's probably my top, uh, at home project because you, it's also a big reaction. Like when you do it, just like painting a wall, a dramatic yeah. color, like you, you left in the morning, you come back in the afternoon, and it's a dramatically different space. So I think yeah. that's probably the most rewarding kind of project. But. For sure, yeah. And you did a great job with you had a nice big front garden, and you landscaped the whole back of your house. Yep. And, and then I sold that house. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, now you get to do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's true, yeah. So, so I'll be interested to see what uh, how I can plan out this next house. But that's probably a project I'd, I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I My new house is like a walkout, so it's this big steep hill. So I'm going to have to build some kind of retaining walls and things like that. So I'm already kind of eyeing them up, trying to figure out what I want to do. But I like that the most, probably. Yeah. Um, but on that, so we talked about, you kind of alluded to this already, but, um, so I said that when I stained my floor, a little bit was kind of discolored and it's kind of scratchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it was a disaster, but it was, it got a little hairy there for a minute. Right? It's just but, a huge job. It's yeah, like, you yeah. feel like it's never going to end. But I want to say, what was your biggest disaster? Like what's the, when you attempted a project. Right. Uh, so there's I have two different questions here. One is, what was the biggest disaster in your home just in general like, to yes. deal with? And one that you actually caused. Okay. Uh, do you um, have either of those? So the biggest disaster in my house, and you knew I was going to bring this up because yeah. we talked about it earlier, um, in the same basement that is my workshop, 
uh, is the uh, is a floor drain, which is the lowest point in the house, obviously, because it's the one room in the basement uh, that goes right out to the city sewer. City drinking water. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and we have quite a few trees on our property. And uh, over time, we noticed that it was it was always wet in the basement, but then it started to get stinkier in the basement. And well, corpses do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we get it. I'm a murderer. Okay, uh, can we move on? So it was yeah, and then it was, yeah. So it was essentially things I had made were coming back up through <laughs> the pipe. Um, and so I thought, okay, this is something I can fix. So first I thought it's probably just something blocking it. Uh, so I just got a hand auger uh, or a snake, put it through, and actually ended up pulling out a rag, which was stuck in there. And everything was fine for a couple of weeks. So I thought, okay, that's great. And then after a couple of weeks, it happened again. So then I went to Home Depot, and you can you can rent a power auger, and I used that, and it had, you know, not, like, serrate, not blades, but it had sort of a serrated edge around it, so it's supposed to be super powerful and break up everything, and it was, you know, it was, the thing rotated really quickly, so I thought, okay, this will fi- be fine. Two weeks go by again, again, it happens again, and it's just getting worse and worse, and then finally I was just like, oh, God. Because eventually it all would drain back, so I just forgot about it for, like, about a month and a half. Oh, no. <laughs> and then when I finally dared go down there, it was like, oh, God, it was like the blob. Like, it was just, <laughs> it was it was the worst thing in the world. So, this is, this is a disgusting story already, but it's about to get worse. So, I finally called a rooter company. The guy came out and, uh... But before he came out, I had to clean up everything because I didn't want him walking through my turds. Yeah. And so I have a, a shop vac, which oh, can no. can no, it can it can suck up liquid. So I was cleaning everything up, and I filled an entire like garbage can that you would put out to the curb with just poo water waste. and 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 oh, toilet God. paper. Filled it all the way up because when he was done, like I wasn't just, I was going to dump it back down. So he cut, but it still stunk in there. So I thought, well, what's the thing that I can use to clean this up best? So I got some ammonia cleaning product because I thought that's a strong enough smell that it will mask whatever this is. And it, it's not like a, like a mustard gas story. Like it cle- I cleaned everything up. I mopped everything. I was able to get enough down so that when he came, at least the floor was clean. There was no more turds anywhere. He just had to do the thing and go he came and the first thing he said was what did you do down here and i said oh i i cleaned up a little bit what did you clean up with and i said mm-hmm. i cleaned up with ammonia and this guy who works with poo all the time mm-hmm. said i would rather you have left the poo than me smell this ammonia because it was strong yeah, but yeah, yeah. it i thought it was a much better alternative but i guess yeah. plumbing guys are wired a little differently so well, maybe he's like maybe he's probably desensitized to the poo yeah so he he didn't check with the with a video uh like they have the the yeah. the snake with the video camera on the end he didn't check but he just ran the the second most powerful thing down there thinking it would do it a week later, started backing up again. So yeah, after he did that, 
Did you tip this garbage can if you yes. into the drain? Everything uh, was gone. Finally. Uh, did you like? I'm picturing you hosing out a garbage can. Yeah. To get yes. your own like rotted digested material yeah, out of it. Yeah, like it's it not drain. my finest moment when they do. Um, I wish you'd carry it to the curb and just, <laughs> just set up a <laughs> camera. In the street. No, no, just leave it on the curb on garbage day and <laughs> no, just see the guys I'm not, look. I'm not that evil, but yeah, that. Video of that will not be in my in memoriam at the Oscars for sure, um, but yeah, and then it was still there. So then the guy came back and checked it with the scope and said, "Oh, you have a huge root going through your pipe down there." Yeah. So he came back with a thing that spins at apparently like ten thousand RPM um, and cut the whole thing out. And he said you had essentially a softball sized piece of root yeah. blocking your pipe, and it was a six. It was a four inch pipe. There was a softball yeah. root in there, so that's why everything kept backing up. Since then, not a problem in the world, but yeah, yeah that is that is the, I guess technically I did cause that, and it was the worst thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> my friend, uh, the house I used to rent when I was in university, my friend, we had to, AJ owned it, we used to have to get that rooter every, every year because they got all the trees in the property, Yeah, and there'd be enough of them growing in so many different places that if you put anything down there... Like I took his, like toilet paper for a while. We used paper towel because we were too lazy to go buy our paper toilet paper. Right. Poor choices. These are poor choices yes, that young men are. make. Yeah. And uh, like his basement wasn't wasn't finished, but he had like scraps of carpet down there, and we kept our bins of clothing, whatever we weren't wearing, whatever. All that stuff got destroyed. Just, oh. um, but uh, he had to do it every spring because otherwise it would just get backed up. Like yeah. three large men living in a house with one toilet. So yeah. I guess it couldn't handle. Well, it's been it's been. Two no, it's been a year and a half now, but I have noticed that it's starting to back up again. But now I know. Do not let this get to the point where you're filling garbage cans with your excrement. Just yeah. call the guy, pay the money. It's worth it. So anybody out there, if your toilet starts backing up, call a rooter guy, get him out there as soon as possible, and just get it fixed because you don't you don't want to be dealing with that with what I had to deal yeah. with. One of the uh, I used to like the smell of my own poop. Yeah. I don't like it anymore. When you stop liking your own brand, you've been through something yeah. dramatic. <laughs> uh, I don't want. I, I just have so many stories about the toilet at my old house. That I decided I'm not going to tell any of them. We'll save them for another day. <laughs> my friend, my friend Rich, uh, had smells like poop. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he at uh, it was either at a place that he rented or yeah, it was at it was at one of his student houses. Was uh, the water was run wrong, so it was. Hot water oh, going no. into the toilet, so you would put, open up the seat, and there would just be steam coming. Out. <laughs> so you could imagine what anything that hit that would just vaporize immediately, like, and just go into the air. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, that had to be fixed pretty quickly. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that seems like just positive conditions for just a smooth ride for everyone. I, I think so. Yeah, you, you can exfoliate your butt as yeah. you use the toilet. I remember, so the same, I went to, actually, I won't tell this toilet story. So I'll tell, so a couple of disasters in my house. One that I caused, one that I didn't cause, I guess. But okay. one that I caused, I wouldn't say it's a disaster in the same way, on the same scale. But I got a dishwasher for my uncle as right. a housewarming gift to my old home. And I got it around my birthday in November, I think. And I don't think I got that thing in until probably the new year. And not for want of trying, I just, for whatever reason, was incapable of hooking this thing up properly. And it's still a joke with my girlfriend and her family about how long it took me to install this thing because I just kept trying to solder old copper pipes over and over again and refused to just either replace them yeah. or run something different. Eventually, I gave up and just ripped everything out and ran new plastic lines all the way through to the dishwasher, and that yeah. worked the first try. Yeah, I remember you were doing it was ridiculous. soldering, and you were just 
was catching things on fire, like things were burning in my house. Like this is not wise. But the same dishwasher, I remember I, I washed some dishes like a couple months later and there's water all over the kitchen. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, okay, something's leaking. So I look underneath, there's no water leaking. So I run it again, water's everywhere. So I, I cannot figure it out. So I'm, I'm literally pouring food coloring in the dishwasher to figure out where exactly is a seal leaking yeah, or what's happening. Eventually I figure out after, I don't know how many cycles of dishwashing, that I didn't, I'm too stupid to have removed any of the dishes from the dishwasher while I run it. So one random spoon or something had blocked one of the the little things that spins, a helicopter yeah. guy's jet thing, and it was just shooting directly out the air vent right out of the front of the dishwasher. Oh, wow. So stupid. Yeah, I, I, have, I have the same it. thing yeah. with this dishwasher. If you put a bowl on the bottom and you don't tilt it correctly, yeah. the water will come up into the bowl and it'll shoot it back down right up the front. So... The first time it happened, we thought, oh, because it's a brand new dishwasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought, oh, God, already this thing is leaking. But no, it just, <laughs> just the, it can just, if it wants to, shoot water out the bottom. So, <laughs> But I think the biggest disaster in my house, my old home, was when my roof started to leak. Because my home inspector said it should be fine for the winter. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess I, he's just giving his opinion. It turns out it wasn't fine. <laughs> right. So I was in Timmins, Ontario for work which does not support at the time, did not support iPhones at the time. Okay. So I did not have access to a personal telephone. I had to call from like my hotels and things to book a roofer. And I had a tenant who was kind enough to take care of it for me. Yeah. But when I got home, there was water like running down the, I had been running down the walls in one portion of my house. She said, when you, when you went to the attic, you could just see outside. Like it wasn't like it leaked. It could just, there was no sheeting on my roof. It was oh just shingles. God. You could just see outside. So it rained. Yeah. So those are probably the biggest disasters that my old house faced, although that house had just lots of problems. I'm yeah. happy to be out of it. Although, that being said, my new home, I, I think I the only common denominator here is me, so I'm wondering if I'm just cursed. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because you're running into a lot of problems with yeah. your new house currently, but I think it just happens to everyone, but maybe at different times, and yeah. you're just sort of going through the crap right now. What's convenient yeah. is, like, this time, they're going to help They're gonna help fix it all, which that's nice, but... yes. All right, so if you uh, a couple questions left, but I think one of them will be maybe to help wrap it up. If you could do a dream project, I mean, short of like winning a you know billion dollars, right? Like if right now, if, if Home Depot gave you like you know a five six thousand dollar gift card, yeah, said you can only buy supplies here to build something or do something, what would you do to your house or as a project? What would you do? Um, I'd probably, uh, probably do stuff to the exterior of my house. So. I'm pretty happy with everything inside the house and I don't want to put too much more in it because just of the neighborhood, like I don't, you don't, you don't want to be the most expensive house on the block, obviously, but the front deck, which I tried to refinish and has all washed away and is all peeling already. I'd probably either rip that all up or actually get better sealant and, and, and paint and stuff for that. Redo that. Um, and then my back deck, the stairs going up to the back deck are a little rickety. I'd probably replace those and probably put up railing. So these things are um, you're planning to do next, basically, um, or no? The well, the the front at least I'm planning on doing at some point. Um, although I'm probably <laughs> going to do it at some point. We're going to be selling our house minutes in the next before year. your first showing. Exactly the, when the snow disappears. And we put our, right before we decide to put our house on the market is when it's going to be repainted and everything yeah. so that, God forbid, it peels again. Obviously, I'm going to try and operate in such a manner that it will not peel again, but 
If it does, hopefully it will no longer be in my possession. Yeah. And the next owner can deal with I it. I think every I think every home owner who's selling does that. I mean, like I there's issues in my old home. Yeah. So and this is not you're not wishing ill upon anyone, but my furnace was kind of old, so I was just praying the furnace would make it through the winter that yeah. way. And it might last ten more years for all I know, but you just hope that everything sticks together while you're there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, probably that. Maybe that that's probably it. Um, just just cleaning up the back deck, cleaning up the front deck, getting everything looking nice. Uh, I've got a couple of bare spots on my lawn. Probably fixing those. Like I have a big. Is that from the dog or no? No. Uh, it's from me leaving You're piles the, of any accidents outside. Yeah, I. Well, I mean, you know, when you got an overactive bladder like I do, um, no, that there's. If there are any any overactive bladder pharmaceutical companies that, uh, or drugs that want to sponsor our podcast, hey, I'll whether do it. whether in product or in money, we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, if Depends is out there and wants to help with incontinence, people yeah. with incontinence, we'll take your that money. That would solve your basement drainage problem, too. Yeah. Straight to the garbage can. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's working for my kid. He's still yeah. pooping in diapers. Yeah. Um, but sorry, so you said you rake leaves and leave them in a pile. That's what happened. And then there. would leave it over the winter leave and then it. into I the like spring the next year and then go and pick it up and then wonder why there's no grass in that area yeah. because it had sat for two whole seasons and like killed my everything. girlfriend's so. dad is has a, an immaculate... Like perfect lawn. They're yes. Italian, of so it's a bit of a yeah. stereotype. But their they have, drive, yeah. driveway is super. Driveway clean. is probably being washed right now, and yeah. the lawn is super green. So I, I feel like I have a certain standard to maintain here that I cannot allow to uh, drop. So I'm going to. Yeah. But luckily, he's only like five minutes away, so he can give me all the tips on how to keep. Or the he lawn can away. just do it. Just call him up and say, "Listen up, <laughs> listen up." That's a good. Lot. That's a good way to start every yeah. conversation. Listen yeah. up. Here's what you're gonna do for me. I think what I should do is like flick off his baseball hat first, or yeah. like grab him by the collar and say, yeah. "Listen up." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think so. Definitely. Um, what would you do? Uh, I think. Well, first I want my new home to be finished. All the issues with it, but if, right. if everything was fine tomorrow, uh, I'd probably do that landscaping I was describing so figuring out some kind of retaining wall slash mm-hmm. patio because right now there is like really, a slip and slide from your yeah crocodile floor. mile yeah we were already saying that you could easily toboggan to the, to the backyard which we're going to do in the winter I hope um, into that thicket of trees pretty much behind yeah. your house so <laughs> pretty much, that yeah. will not end badly yeah um, yeah some kind of uh, landscaping but I think if I had like a big if, if Home Depot gave me $10,000 mm-hmm. so that's I guess more than I suggested you earn but that or yeah right. no that's fine that limited what I could say yeah, yeah, but yeah, no yeah. you take as much as you, you want you could save my $5,000 I would put no it, no 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 <laughs> I'd put it in my basement so I'd, st- I'd start to finish my basement right I want my basement to be and it will inevitably be a very long project but rather yes. than say okay guys I got $20,000 together, which I will literally never say in my life mm-hmm. until we get sponsored, of course. Yeah. Um, if, you know, I get everything organized and say, okay, I'm going to start to finish this area of the basement to be a bathroom, start framing it when I have the money to get the framing together and do that kind of thing. Yeah. So if I got $5,000, start doing that, start f- putting the basement together. And Is frame. it already framed? And- in some parts, oh, because okay. of the, but not the whole way through. Okay. And it's just framed... Uh, Sort of not temporarily, but not really to put a room in because there's no uh, electrical outlets and stuff like that. Yeah. So I have to do all that again. Basically, it's, it has insulation though, so that's nice. So yeah, that'd be probably my, my next project on my list. Everything else in my house, I, providing it gets fixed, everything else is fine. So yeah. uh, that'd be my next project. And I think I would enjoy that because it would force me to learn how to frame a wall, how to yeah. put down flooring. So it's like it's kind of more of a learning thing than anything else. So. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we're at approximately thirty minutes right now. Yeah. Um, so I think. A good way to end this would be maybe for each of us to give a couple tips for, you know, if you're 
going to be tackling a DIY project. That's a good call. I don't know why I didn't think of this as a question. No, that's fine. I I mean, you can have your notepad, but, you know, everything (laughs) that comes out of my mouth is gold, and I don't have to write it down. So, Um, So my recommendation, so if you are planning on taking a project on, um, the best thing that you can do is learn as much about the project as you can and what is involved in getting it done and common things that may come up. So if you are... If you're doing something with plumbing, you know, how to cut ABS pipe, how to put ABS pipe together. If you're doing soldering, how to solder, how to deal with leaks, if there is soldering, that kind of stuff. See, I'm more of a dive headfirst into it, Yeah, have it fail, then research what I should have done, Right. then spend twice as much yeah. trying to do it, failing, and then hiring someone to do it for Well, me. I'm only <laughs> saying this because I do the exact same thing, and I wish I had followed my own <laughs> Everyone advice. does this way? Yeah, I think so, because I think, like, you and I watch a lot of DIY shows. Yeah, it looks so easy. Yeah, it's, Mike Holmes can put up a wall with his blue lumber and, yep. and, and spray foam in ten minutes on TV. Yep. What's the problem? So, yeah, just do your research. Um, don't skimp out on, like screws and nails and fasteners and and tools and stuff make sure you all have everything that you need and you know don't don't use like drywall screws if you're framing a if you're framing a wall don't use finish nails if you're trying to keep pieces of wood together unless it's actually for finishing um and i guess you know just don't be afraid to ask for help when you when i go to the home depot no matter what i'm looking for someone is asking me Hey, what are you doing? How can I help? And, you know, it may hurt your pride a little bit to say, this is what I want to do. How can I do it? And maybe you ignore their advice completely because you have a different way of doing it. But yeah, the wrong way. It's a, yeah, I like to well, do it. <laughs> no, I yeah, agree. No, no. Yeah. But don't, don't be afraid to ask for advice. Re- uh, the RDIY subreddit on Reddit is great. Yeah. Um, they're very helpful with a lot of stuff. They helped me with the cellar doors that I was making. They helped you with uh, your flooring project. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, be, I'll just give one tip because uh, I think you covered a lot of the general stuff. Yeah. Um, we could, I mean, we could do this again some other time. We'll talk about more specific yeah. uh, uh, things we've done. But I think, I think having the right tool. Yes. Right. So if you if you're going to be making even if it's only a few cuts buy the saw or rent the saw you need. Yes. I tried putting up some the quarter round and some trim in my house with a hammer and nail and then I went and rented it like a like a nail gun and it was not only so much easier, looked better and it was fun as heck to like get a crazy gun that shoots nails in your house. Yes. But whether it whatever it is and I I'm of the mind now even with that that rental I should have just bought this stupid gun because there's been other things I could have used it for now. Yeah. So I know it's kind of biting the bullet, but I think when you budget for a project, budget to like either buy or rent the tools you need. But it's, yeah. in my case, I want to buy them because you never know when you need them again. And, yeah, uh, I yeah, but definitely renting, that's a great idea. Yeah. Most tool rental places have the ability to rent big machines. So like if you live in an apartment, but you need to cut a piece of plywood or something. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You know. Like I didn't buy a floor sander, but what I mean is like but yeah, a yeah. palm sander is helpful, right? Or yeah, whatever. for sure, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe my big my big tip, um, and that's not a dig at you for always borrowing my sander either, just for the record. I bought one because I felt bad borrowing there yours you all the time. See? So we're yeah, both, we're growing as people here. Oh, okay. Final tip: This is for the woodworkers out there. Don't skip steps in sanding. Start at sixty or eighty, go to one hundred, then go to one fifty, then go to two twenty, and then if you uh, really want a good finish, use steel wool after that. And, you know, between every coat of finish, 
use steel wool to knock down the grain and you're it you know it might not look bad when you're done if you skip a couple steps with sanding but as soon as you put finish on there you will see every single imperfection so just take your time the biggest problem that i've had with every project is that i just want to get it done Mm -hmm. and forcing myself to be patient ends up that and i end up having the best projects out of that but if i don't keep that in mind i end up having to do it again later so just you know take your time with every step make sure everything is is up to your standards and up to future you standards that's going to be looking at it every day because it's it's going to drive you crazy if you're anything like me yeah i think that's that's my goal going forward is to mainly do projects for fun rather than like necessity right so that's yeah I hope, that was my goal with this new house but yeah. what anyway but yeah, uh, that, was a, that was a fun one. Yeah, I appreciate I that. Yeah. You, you and I sort of have a, a, a streak of handiness, so mm-hmm. we're not ascribing ourselves to being, you know, contractors or, or, or you know, we're not, we're not the Mike Holmes of the world. But if something breaks in our house, we are not scared to fix it, and you shouldn't be either. But you know, don't go sticking your hand in the electrical box if you don't know what you're doing. Just do your research. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. See you guys next podcast. All right. Bye bye. Love you. Thank you for your patronage. We will see you next week.